Jami'an rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In the last number of nights, we've had the honor of remembering Amir al-Mu'mineen wa Mawla al-Muttaqeen. We highlighted the ziyara of Amin Allah. That wonderful ziyara that many of us wish to recite when we enter the shrine of Amir al-Mu'mineen in Najaf. The many lessons that we can learn from the salam that we give to Amir al-Mu'mineen. Assalamu alayka ya Amin Allah fi ardih. Wa hujjatahu ala ibadih. Assalamu alayka ya Amir al-Mu'mineen. Ashadu annaka. And then we bear witness to those testimonies that we mention that Amir al-Mu'mineen, he was a truly one who acted upon the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, done everything for the sake of Allah. He acted upon the teachings of the Holy Quran, the Kitab of Allah. He acted in accordance to the practice and traditions of the Holy Prophet hatta until the moment that he left this world and until he became of those true Ahlul Yaqeem, those who truly are permanently in the abode of Jannah. He left this dunya to the Darul Akhirah, to the Dar of Naim. And of course, what we need to also do, in addition to reciting the ziyarah and the salutations of our beloved Imam, is we need to learn lessons from the life of our Imam today. What narrations that we have from our Imam that can be valuable for us. Of all the many narrations that we have, we need to sit by these narrations, learn these narrations, practice these narrations. In fact, hadith on one hadith that you understand, act upon it, is greater than a thousand hadith that you merely narrate. A hadith in itself is what it enlightens the hearts. A hadith in itself is a nur, is a source of blessing of light. And therefore, in addition to reciting the Holy Quran, a good tradition we should do is what? Is to sit down and open the books of hadith and narrations and read them. Understand them and practice their teachings. One hadith that you read, and with that hadith you establish a sunnah and remove a bid'ah, falahul jannah, the hadith says. That person shall gain Jannah. Many times people ask, why do we not perform this Salah? Why do we not perform our Salah in this way like others do? Well, we say the exact response that we should do is that we perform our Salah according to the hadith and the narrations and traditions according to Rasulullah. How did Rasulullah pray? We pray according to him. Did Rasulullah perform this prayer? No, he didn't. We don't perform that salah. Why? Because we follow the teachings and traditions of Rasulullah. In the same way, all of our Ahlul Bayt, alayhim wassalam, their teachings and traditions and their practice is exactly in honor of the teachings and traditions of our Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. 
That's why we have a narration from our beloved sixth Imam. He says that a hadith from the sixth Imam, a hadith from him, a tradition from him, is hadith of Abi, is from my father, and from his father, and from his father, until he mentions that that hadith is from Amir al Mu'min, and that hadith from Amir al Mu'min is saying from Amir al Mu'min is from Rasulullah, and a hadith, a tradition from Rasulullah. Is not something that he comes from vain. No. The Holy Prophet doesn't speak out of vain, doesn't speak carelessness, doesn't speak heedless. No. The words and sayings and traditions and actions of Rasulullah is what? These are revelations and divine from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His traditions and sayings are teachings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So today, as we have mentioned regards to Amir al-Mu'min, the ziyar of Amir al-Mu'min, it's a good practice to now mention a narration from Amir al-Mu'min. Imam Abu al-Hasan Ali ibn Abi Talib, Imam al-Muttaqeen states, that arba'atun la ya'rifu qadruha illa arba'a. There are four situations that you may be, four positions that you may be, you'll never truly appreciate them unless you lose them, unless you're in four other positions and states. Number one, he states, wal'afiyya. Someone who's in a state of well-being, someone who's stating of goodness, status of all the bounties and benefits that he has, he doesn't truly understand and appreciate his position except Ahlul Bala. Those who are in constant trials and tribulations and difficulties and challenges, they realize that I wish and hope that I'm one of those who have afia, suha and afia, a good health, a good state. That's why the second status he states, he says, وَالصُحَّةَ لَا يَعْرِفُ قَدْرُهَا إِلَّا الْمَرْضَى Someone who has a good health, suhatun fil jism, should appreciate that good health status that he has. Who would truly appreciate it or truly wish for it or yearn for it? Al-marda, those who are not feeling well, those who are sick, those who are in their hospitals today, when you go visit them, what do they say? I wish I had the good health that you have. Appreciate the good health that you have. Appreciate the jasad and the jism that you have, the body that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. For now it's too late for me and I'm not feeling well. Appreciate the good health. Two of them that will inshallah expand on. Washabab la ya'rafu qadruha illa shiyukh. The status of being a youth, a young member, no one that should truly appreciate it. They should truly appreciate it. Those who yearn for it are the shiyukh, are the elderly amongst us. Many times the elderly would say to us, I wish I was young like you. They came to Abu Talib, the father of Amir al-Mu'mneen. They said, your son, 
and your nephew Afsada Shababana. He has taken our Shabab. He has made our youth to be one of his followers. Their most concern was what? Was regards to the youth because they knew the power and the energy that the youth have in community, in society, in the whole wild world. The youth have a great potential. That's why you find Imam al-Sadiq to that man who went to Basra. He went to Basra to give some tabliq, some teachings. And he came back to the Imam. Imam asked him about the community. What did you think about that community? And the man started to give his response. Imam said, Alayka bishabab fa'innahum asra'u ila al-khayr. He said, take care of the youth amongst that community, for they are the ones who are first and foremost that come towards goodness and khayr. That's why our shabab, our youth, are pinnacle in our community, are pillars of our society. And our youth today should appreciate the role that they have in society, should not waste their status waste their age waste their energy many times we find that the youth are what are of that ethos of what let's kill time let's just waste time but that youthful age that peak prime age shall never come back once it's gone it shall never come back and you'll be of those who what say ayalayta shabab Ya'udu. Look at the companions of Amir al-Mu'mineen. The beloved ones of Amir al-Mu'mineen, including Amir al-Mu'mineen himself. He was of a young age and performed what he could do of the greatness that he performed in his youth. Imam Aba Abdullah al-Hussein, he would state after the martyrdom of his companions, he would state what? He will state that min fityati ali Muhammad they've become shuhada. Al Ahibba, my beloved ones have become shuhada, and the youth of my community, of the followers of Muhammad and Ali Muhammad have become shuhada. He would give a special, special, honorable status and position towards the youth. And they would remind us about the youth, about the Shabab. Every place that you go to, every community that you go to, the main thing we need to see focus is where are the youth? Are the youth attending the Husseinia? Are the youth attending the centers? And if they are not, what's happened that they're not coming? And we should try our best to make our community centers, our centers, places where the youth enjoy to come. They love to come. They wish to become part and parcel of the community center. They are involved in the community center. They are the fabric of the center. Why? Because they shall be the leaders tomorrow. And we need to build the best foundation and the best, the best basic foundation of who our leaders are going to be. The more you give them the growth, 
the more you give them the nutrition, the more you give them the advice, the more they know where to go and approach who, the more you have a stable future in our own community and our center, alhamdulillah. And this is a very important status that we have as elders, as young ones, as community members, is to always be supportive of one another, loving one another, helping one another. And in that way, we find that everyone's rights and responsibilities and duties have been taken care of. The Shabab, the youth, will never appreciate, will never truly appreciate this state, this age, until the shiuch, until they become one of the elderly. So take care and appreciate the youth age that you have. And number four, Amir al-Mu'min says, لا يعرف قدرها is what al-hayat لا يعرف قدرها إلا الموتى. One who's alive, who has hayat, who has life, will never appreciate the life that they have until they die, until they motor. That's why the hayat that we have, we need to maximize it in gaining hasanat, in gaining good deeds, in staying away from evil, in staying away from sins, in staying away from haram. But also this hayat that we have, this life that we have within this world, we need to ensure that we work hard in this world with the hayat that we have. And at the same time, appreciate that death may approach me at any moment. Like the statement of the beloved Imams, who say that what? اعمل لدنياك أنك تعيش أبدا وعمل لآخرتك كأنك تموت غدا. Live in this life as if you're going to live forever. Live in the next world. Live for the next world as if you're going to die tomorrow. And that in itself, the moment of thought of death is is what destroys me from staying away from sinful desires, from pleasurely worldly goods. Why? I always remember that death is just around the corner. Am I ready for death? Death that you keep on escaping from, you escape from one way, you escape from it from another way, you never wish to think about it. No, that no, no way out. Death shall always approach you. Death shall always be ready for you. And who is the best amongst us? Akyasul the best believer, the best person is the one who constantly remembers death and is ready and prepared for it. Look at the life of the Imams of the Ahlul Bayt. Imam al-Baqir was doing a housework. He was fixing the bricks, he was laying the bricks, he was working hard in the garden. In a hot sunny day, a man came to him and said, Yabna Rasulullah, leave you for me to do the work. He said, no, I wish to work hard and earn my living and earn my risk. He said, but Yabna Rasulullah, you are the imam, you are the imam of the Ahlul Bayt. And what if death approaches you at this moment? Imam said, if death, law jaa an yal maut, 
if death approaches me at this moment this is an act that i should be honored why death approached me whilst i'm performing ta'a of allah whilst i performed ibadah of allah i should fear death approaching me if i am performing ma'asiyah of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala imam abi abdullah al-husayn when he gave advice to that man who asked ya ibn rasulillah i wish to stay away from sins imam said if you can ever tell the angel of death refuse it from taking your ruh then perform any sins as you can because he knows that angel of death can take my life and ruh a moment of death can be at any time any place anywhere so we need to appreciate the hayat that we have maximize the life that we have and be ready and prepared that when the moment of death has arrived we can truly say we tried our best we gave it our best shot why i'm sure you've all heard the statement you only live once you only live once in this life you only have one chance make it your best chance i mentioned this today to the young mu'minin to the young students today that like that insect that grasshopper who went to the nearest lake and filled its mouth full of water they asked what are you doing he said you know the nar the fire that prophet ibrahim alayhi salam is now in i wish to blow it away with the water that i have gained few drops of water in his mouth they laughed at him you're a grasshopper the fire is so huge he smiled he said at least on the day of judgment i can say i tried my best i done the best i could do and every single one of us here should every day and night think that have i tried my best have i done the best i could do and if there is room for improvement which there are every single one of us we have a room to gain perfection and gain the kamal to gain that perfection then what should i do to improve my day today so that tomorrow is a best day for me like the imams of the ahlul bayt they knew death was approaching them but they made sure that that death was approaching them they done everything radan lillah ilahi in kana hadha yurdik fakhudh hatta tarda oh allah if this act of sacrifice were to please you then take everything for me to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala oh allah everything to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taqabbal minna hadha alqurbani Allah accept from us this sacrifice and when they ask say the zainab how did it feel the situation that you were in the sacrifice that you gave everything you gave for the sake of Allah how did it feel she would respond ma ra'aytu illa jamila everything i saw was just beauty nothing but beauty and that's a response of someone who her hayat and her mamat was truly for the sake of Allah she gave everything for the sake of allah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewarded everything for those who gave everything for the sake of allah 
These are the nights, the last days, the last days of the holy month of Ramadan. Brothers and sisters, the month of Ramadan has not finished. Some of us think after the 23rd of the month of Ramadan, khalas, we've done everything. No, there are still days and nights of the holy month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ij'anna, allow us to be of those who are marhumin, who are truly blessed in these days and nights. Wala taj'anna minal mahrumin, And do not allow us to be of those who were wasteful in the days and nights of the holy month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our deeds and prayers. Bi barakat as-salat ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad.